Yo, what is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sports Ethos Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Adam Sherman, and it has been a long time. I moved into college, University of Florida, and we're back. We're ready to get started. It's a new season, and once again, the Sixers have a superstar holding out. And I'm just going to say right now, I'm not taking too much time here to talk about James Harden. I'm not, because... He's not on the team right now. If he comes in place, then great. He can be included. Uh, In my eyes, he's not on the team right now. Tyrese Maxey is our point guard. Tyrese Maxey is our second option. I'll be operating as such. I'm not giving James Harden the time of day because I'm done. I already did it one time with Ben Simmons, and I don't feel like doing it again. So we're done with that. No James Harden talk. Um, If there's any news, of course, that'll differ, but until we get news... He's out of the equation, and the Sixers are rocking the starting lineup of Tyrese Maxey and Danny Thie Melton in the backcourt, along with Tobias, PJ, and Joel. Um, offseason was pretty boring, um, pretty disappointing for a Sixers fan to see the Celtics go out and get Drew Holiday and get Chris Depps Porzingis, and to see the Bucks go out and get Damian Lillard, and to see the Sixers go out and get Patrick Beverly and Kelly Oubre. Um, don't get me wrong, Kelly Oubre has dropped uh, 27 points in the season opener, which we'll get to, but... He's no Damian Lillard. He is um, he's a role player. He's a, he's a bench player and um, just feels like the Sixers maybe could have done a bit more. Of course, they're still holding on to Harden. Um, there's hope that maybe that turns into something, whether that's Terrence Mann picks and some role players from the Clippers or maybe he gets swung to another team. We'll go over that as well. But I just wanted to look through the lineup a little bit to start out the season. Um, as I mentioned, the starting lineup, um, you got Maxi. Melton, Tobias, PJ, and Embiid, but then off the bench, you're really lacking. Um, Kelly Oubre's your sixth man. Got Danny Green back on the Sixers, something I never would have expected, and he's playing meaningful minutes at his age, which is a clap out for Danny, but I'd much rather see Jaden Springer in there, who also got some minutes in the opener, um, along with, you know, you got Paul Reed at the four, Bamba, who could play some minutes there at the five. He didn't get any minutes in game one, but I would not be surprised if Bomba ends up getting some run as the backup five and Paul Reed shifts to that backup four. Paul Reed looks like he put in serious work in the offseason. I've seen a lot of workout videos. Um, I mean, in the first game, you could just see Paul Reed stretching the floor and playing a lot differently. Um, might even get a shot. Um, who knows? But, yeah, just let's look, take a look at this first game. Sixers lose to the Bucks in Milwaukee by one. Uh, you can't judge too much off a of first game, but... It looked pretty promising considering how the game started. The Sixers looked awful. Um, we went down it by 18 at one point, uh, came all the way back, made it competitive, led by Tyrese Maxey's 31 points and 8 assists. Tyrese Maxey, once again, looks like he might have taken a serious leap, might even be most improved player leap. I mean, it's one game, but before the season even started, it's not too hard to see that Tyrese Maxey was poised for a huge step, and uh, hopefully he takes that step. But... Yeah, it's a good start. 31 points. Uh, He really turned it on in the second half. Uh, Threes started to fall. He was looking really rough. I think he scored, what, two points maybe the entire first quarter. And he came out, finished the game with 31 points. But the real story for the Sixers was Kelly Oubre, who went 9 for 11 from the field, 5 for 6 from 3, 27 points. He was absolutely cooking off the bench. He was doing everything. And, look, I know that a lot of was left to be desired this offseason. But I feel like Kelly Oubre is the player that Sixers fans keep asking for. They want that scoring, dynamic guard off the bench, guard forward, whatever, who can shoot, who can drive, you know, three-dimensional scorer. That's Kelly Oubre, and he could be fun. He seriously could be 
Uh, hopefully he's here for more than just this year. We don't know yet, but I think Kelly Oubre can be a very valuable piece to this team. I think he's shown in the past that he can be a valuable piece to different teams. Uh, you know, he'll have his games where he shoots two for 15, and you have to live with that. But hopefully when it actually matters, uh, Kelly Oubre can step up for the Sixers. So um, another interesting note in this game was Joel Embiid. Embiid scored 24 with 7-6, and six, whatever, fine stat line. doesn't really matter. But it was interesting to see him play 36 minutes in this first game because I'm really interested to see how Nick Nurse manages Embiid. Um, I was almost expecting Nick Nurse to come out and play Embiid, you know, maybe a light 30 minutes, not the entire first quarter, that's for sure. And Bede played the entire quarter, which I don't know how much I love. I feel like, if anything, you want to save him for late in the game. But hey, it's the first game in the season. I'm not making many judgments. I just, you know, go in what we have. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about Nick Nurse a little bit. The new head coach of the 76ers, of course, Doc Rivers fired. I am ecstatic about the signing. I think Nick Nurse is a very, very smart basketball mind. Uh, he showed his time with the Raptors. He's really, really good with the defensive adjustments, which is something the Sixers have really needed. The ball movement, and in the first game alone, you could see a level of ball movement that I haven't seen from the Sixers in a really long time. It was nice to see the ball swinging from side to side, um, whether it was Tobias uh, eventually getting hot. He scored, what, 20 points on 8-for-9 shooting, so... That's also another point that we'll get to later is the lack of shots for Tobias. But um, just seeing the ball move back and forth through the offense into Embiid, out to Maxi, uh, you know, the driving cuts, the the just the swinging of the ball, it's, it's something that we're not used to as Sixers fans. And it was kind of fun to watch that unfold in the first in the first game. Um, you know, to look look ahead at the season, I feel like the Eastern Conference is just a really, really tough place to play right now, which it never used to be. It was always the West, but it seems the East getting tougher and tougher, and this year I think it's reached its peak. Um, I mean, you got the Heat, who, whatever, they like lost a lot of their key players, but they still went to the NBA Finals. They still have Jimmy Butler, who's one of the best playoff performers I have ever experienced uh, in my time as an NBA fan. He is just ridiculous. Um, got the Celtics, who their roster is just absurd with Tatum Brown, uh, Porzingis, Derek White, like um, Drew Holiday. It's just ridiculous um, to see some of the teams that the Sixers are going to have to face without James Harden now. Uh, it seems like the Sixers roster is a little depleted, and I feel like the Sixers have always had a roster that could hang with the top teams in the East. I feel like that's never been an issue. But i got to be honest, I'm not too excited about the roster this, that uh, Daryl Morey and Elton Brand put together for this year. I mean, it's a, mix, it's a weird mix of competing and trying to develop young talent. And I feel like you got to stick to one role. You have the MVP. You have to build around him. I, I feel like there should have been more moves made, hopefully sooner than later. Either James Harden plays and we get back to being that high-caliber playoff team, or James Harden gets traded and we figure out what we're doing the rest of the season. Because right now we're just in the same gray area we were when Ben Simmons was doing this. Except we might even be worse off now. Um, because Ben Simmons honestly had more value than Harden did. Um Harden now has aged a couple of years. Um, we have his almost no leverage. We have no leverage in trades. Um, he really wants to go to L.A., which, fine, get him out of the East, I guess. Whatever. I'm not that scared of James Harden anymore. That's the other problem is, look, he had a phenomenal couple games in the playoffs, but he's a year older now. He took an offseason. Instead of, like, really working with the team, grinding, making sure, you know, he's ready for the season, he spent it trying to negotiate money, going traveling all around and saying Daryl Morey's a liar, yada, yada, yada. So 
I'm talking about James Harden. I said I wouldn't, but how can you not? I mean, it's just such a, such an annoying story that really takes over a lot of the season. And again, we have another distraction. I feel like Joel Embiid's time in Philadelphia is just filled and filled with just distractions. It can never just be basketball. It can never be actually trying to go out and win a championship. There always has to be something going on. And I feel like that's a terrible job by the front office and management. Um, look, it doesn't help that James Harden is, is James Harden, but... Regardless, we're done with James Harden talk for now. Um, yeah, I feel like, you know, there's not much left uh, to say. Um, I wish I had more to discuss because this offseason was just so boring. Literally no draft picks. Um, like, the Sixers added, what, three new players, two of which will get meaningful minutes. Like, I'm just really disappointed. But regardless, I'm, I'm still excited. You know, I'm still Still a new season. Tyrese Maxey could be an all-star this year. We don't know what could happen. Joel Embiid, we still have the MVP of basketball. So when you have the MVP of basketball, there's still a lot to be excited about. We're still going to be a playoff team. We could see anything can happen. But look, I'm going to be honest. As a Philly sports fan, it's getting rough out here. Look, we got the Super Bowl. We got the Phillies, which was absolutely brutal to watch. And look, now we're entering Sixers season. It's hard to keep getting excited because you know what's going to happen. Can't keep getting your hopes up as a Sixers fan, uh, as a Philly sports fan in general. But um, regardless, I'm still going to. Um, I'm excited to be back on the pod. Um, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to get a bunch of episodes to you guys um, now that I'm officially settled in to college. All my stuff is here, and I'm ready to roll. Sixers season is officially underway. Just wanted to get a quick little episode off to welcome everyone back to the season. So thank you for listening. Let's get it rolling and keep trusting that process.